Hi, this is Steph. I'm here with Alan Gitlin, the G-Man. Alan, how are you this evening on May 27, 2021, brother? How are you? Oh, doing great, man. Show number 15, 185 to go. We're heading for 185, 1200. 185 and 15 is 200. We're going all the way, baby. Touchdown. Yeah, we're, we're going, we're going to, to the top. Us. Yeah, it's amazing what will happen during the train ride. I'm telling you, <laughs> they try to derail us, but they can't. They can't knock us off the track. Well, speaking of derail us, what happened today? Tell me what happened today. Well, we did a show about uh, getting off YouTube, and we got had a few challenges from some people today, but we got through it. We did about a half hour trailer about why we're going off YouTube, and we got through it. They tried to throw us off the track, but it didn't work. We just ran right through them. So, tried to roadblock us, yeah. but it didn't work. Yeah, we, we did. In football, they call that an end around, right? Right, end around, right. Oh, in, in my case, the techie side of it, it was a workaround for me. Right. You know, I think the gray hair that I got was basically for these minions who think they're going to stop me. I have this thing in me, Alan, I got to say it, that by the end of the day, I get the job done. Yep. No matter what, I, I don't go to sleep until I, f I figure it out. And maybe that's one of the reasons why I went from an interesting person to a person of interest. <laughs> right. I was going to say, that's what she said. You, <laughs> you finished the job. You finished the job. <laughs> well, now, we packed our bags from YouTube pretty much. Yep. I mean, they... they they're giving me a great, you know, send off you know, with all the challenges that I've gotten. And I swear, you know, I feel like President Trump, you know, the uh, the real president now that uh, that's departed. Like, where is he now? You know, right. you look at all this stuff going on, but we're moving on and uh, we're on redcircle.com. We're on Amazon, Spotify. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher. And some others that I missed there, but people who look up our, our shows, there'll be links on our shows to get you where you need to go to. But lock it in to see what we're saying and what we're doing because we're not going to be censored. And that's why we, we're leaving YouTube. Is that correct, right. Alan? Right. We're leaving YouTube because they want to censor us, censor not just us, but everybody. Uh, they want to mm -hmm. digital uh, digitize everybody. They want to, if you get a sponsor, they want to take your money. They want to tax you on every money that you do take in. And they're basically saying that we're going to tell you what we what we allow and not what you allow. So we don't want to be owned by them. Um, it's the Bidenisms, as I call it. You know, um, in my opinion, he took off, you know, he, he banned the Dr. Seuss books, which is the only books he understood. So I understand that. <laughs> And now he's got he banned the cartoons, which he has nothing to watch on Saturday mornings now. So with his with his lucky charms, so <laughs> which are magically delicious. Well, yeah, but now he's got nothing to watch while he's eating them. So, you know, uh, just the guy is just doing stupid things, and apparently YouTube is going along with a lot of his censorships and shit. 
And you we're know, just not going to go along with it. That's all. You know, it's so funny. And every day I see pictures on AOL and all these places on the homepage. Right. And every day I see one Biden with blue eyes and the other Biden's, Biden's got brown eyes. One guy had a cleft on his chin. The other one didn't. The old guy didn't. I'm saying, is this my imagination? It's not like I'm on a desert. It's a mirage. But, you know, they may have more than one. You know, like you were on a set and they had a, a double right. for, uh, Jennifer Aniston, right? Right. 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 Now, w w was it a low-budget movie? No, no. It was, it was a pretty popular movie. It was The Bounty Hunter with uh, uh, Gerard Cooper, I believe. I get, I get Gerard Cooper and, and the other guy, Bradley, mixed up. But it was Gerard Cooper. I think. Okay. And it was uh, not you, a low-budget movie. They had a lot of extras and mm -hmm. a lot of people on the scene. You know, they had a, you know, it was at a racetrack on an off-season, off season, and they had to look, make it look like there were people in the stands, you know. So they had a lot of extras, you know. Um, gotcha. The reason why his eyes turn from right blue to now, brown is because he's full I'm of shit. Because he's full of shit, that's why. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh, he's full of shit, big time. There's no doubt right, about it. You, you know, just uh, yeah. I just, I just he, crack he up. Know that people, he doesn't you know, know whether he's coming or going. Yeah. And you know what? You got to be mad at his wife. His wife is letting him make a fool out of himself, and that's terrible for a wife to let you do that. She knows there's something going on there, and she's letting him stand in front of the country and make an ass out of himself. And and she's a doctor, really. I don't know what kind of doctor she is, but I wouldn't want her as my doctor. She lets her husband embarrass himself. I don't get it. You know, the guy it's can't even read a teleprompter. It's all about the uh, the Benjamins, the dollars. Well, you no, know, the you best know. Are, yeah, the best yeah. at reading a teleprompter was yeah. uh, Barack Obama, Prince of Duty Day of Thailand. I mean, they had him cranking up, able – he couldn't do what we do, like just go – you know, he's got to have – Look at the teleprompter. He's got to be, have the earplug in there to, to tell him what to say because he's dumber than a rock. Right. I mean, he wrote me a letter, and I say, gee, you know, bad penmanship. <laughs> well, listen, Biden can't answer any questions because he doesn't know the answers. I mean, he could barely knows the questions. So well, you, know, you know, he couldn't even go on Wheel of Fortune because he couldn't buy a vowel because he doesn't have a clue. He doesn't know what a vowel is. <laughs> he thinks it's a vowel, and he going, he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> Yeah. Well, the country's going into the toilet. The, the White right. House now has become the outhouse. It right. smells like crap. Twenty-five was it million dollars to, for maintenance for the, right. the state capitol? I mean, come on. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, they all know. they all need a mouthwash and to have their colons clean like once a week. You know, because they're Listen, all full of shit. You know, Biden is is Pelosi and Schumer's puppet. They just pulling the strings. You know, and then yeah. you got gruesome Newsome out in California. You know, he's gonna he's gonna have a running mate soon. Soon, you know, uh, you know Bruce Jenner. I mean, uh, oh, one who can really run, right? <laughs> oh, oh, he can run. Well, I, we don't know how how he runs in in heels, but you know, <laughs> he ran pretty good in track shoes, though. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> it's just so. And you know what? It's a crazy, crazy world. I gotta tell you. I think Jesse the body should. I think Jesse the body should run again. Beat beat the shit out of both of them. <laughs> oh, Jesse! Yeah, <laughs> you know Jesse the body. I gotta tell you, Jesse the body moved to Mexico because he got the hell out because he knew the time was right to go. Yeah. So Jesse knew. He saw the writing on the wall. He knew what time it was. He could run with so, them and beat the shit out of both of them. And we know what time it is. Yeah. It's it's a ten ten minute mark, and it's time for. 
idioms, idioms for, for idiots. idiots. Yay. Right. Yay. Yay. Wait a minute. Yay. Idioms, idioms for idiots. I like that. I love this segment. Hold on a minute. Let me see if yeah, I can. Me too. Yeah, this is this is cool. I'm, I'm looking to see if I got. What do I got? Do I got? I got some here. Hold on. You got some there. Come on. You got something there. there Let's you see go. if they idioms let me show it to you. They're showing I don't it. see idioms it on my idiots. end. Yay! I see it on my end. Yay! good. It's a little late than never, but I'm gonna read off uh, ten idioms for idiots, and uh, and you have to do one thing for me. Which is analyze each one of them. Can we do that? Right, right. All right. So here we go. go analyze this. Go ahead. Seeing, seeing eye to eye. Well, if I'm six two, and you're not six two, I'm not seeing eye to eye with you. Might be eye, no. might be eye to breast or something. Well, I'm probably uh, five five or so. So uh, right. It, I have I to look, look up eye and to see eye. that. Right. No, so that doesn't work. There. So eye right. to eye doesn't work uh, unless you're both the same height, I guess. Right. If you put Isn't a tattoo it? next to me, you're in trouble. Yeah. Here's a good one here. Yeah. Number two, a piece of cake. Well, I like cake. I mean, I like a piece of cake. I like a piece of pie, depending on what kind of pie we're talking about. And we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, leave that alone. yeah. I'll leave that to your yeah. imagination what kind of pie I like. But a uh, piece of cake. Long, long as it's not beefcake, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, no, no, I don't want beef. You know, no beefcake. No. Unless it, uh, I like. I used to like Brutus Beefcake, but he was a wrestler. Yeah. He was Hulk Hogan's it, friend. No. Yeah. Number three. <laughs> I felt like I felt like this today with all the stuff I went through. Balls to the wall. Well, there's one place you don't want to put your balls to the walls, and that's in prison. Because you will get porked in the rear end by Bubba, you know. You notice, you know, this funny story about that. Um, there's a movie. I think it's called. Uh, I think it's called High on the Mountain with Steven Seagal and Chris mm -hmm. Christopherson, and um, and Marge uh, Helen Helensberger, I think it is. Yeah, and uh, Chris Christopherson owns a company, and he's dumping toxics into the into the water, and Steven Seagal is the EPA like. Um, Inspector, police officer, yeah, police, like a, yeah, and he realizes what's going on. They try to kill him through it, and they try to get him trapped in the mind. And anyway, and at the end, him and Seagal get into a fight, and he shoots Steven Seagal in the leg. I mean, he shoots uh, Chris Christopherson in the leg, and Chris Christopherson says to him, "How come you didn't just kill me?" And he says, "Listen, my friend Ty Tyrone was waiting for you in prison." <laughs> You know, after you told me that, I saw that yeah. somewhere afterwards, yeah. and it was, I was cracking up because yeah. there it was. I saw it after. I go, man, Alan, Alan was right on point with that. That's funny. It's a funny, yeah, it's a real funny bit, man. Yeah. You know. So, okay, next. All right, so that was... Uh, balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Number four, the last straw. Why would you want to take the last straw? Why don't you take the first straw? The last That's straw true. there's no there's no straws left. I take I want to take the right. first straw. And I don't even use straws. You know, John Wayne said real men don't use straws. Well then we're not gonna have no straws tonight. Huh? Okay. <laughs> we okay. gotta go by John, because John's that macho guy. John Wayne. Here we go. John Wayne. Here's a the nice Duke. one here. The Duke, yeah. yeah. The Duke. Number five, a snowball effect. What the hell is a snowball effect? 
I mean, I threw snowballs when I was a kid at other people. I don't know what kind of effect they're going to have on people if I throw them hard enough. Well, the only thing I can say about a snowball effect is if I'm on, I'm on Mount Shasta or some of the other mountains I go to in California, and somebody throws a snowball at me, and it's you know, and I can take it on that snowball and ride it down to the city limits. Or if it hits a few few people that we know in the head, it might might have an effect on them. I don't know. I mean, things are so uh, politically correct, you know. Uh, just talking about getting hit in the head, you know, is someone wants to send you a, a citation. Here's uh, number six. Yeah. He or she is off their rocker. Well, it's pretty hard to fall for a rocking chair. So, you know, and I, I like rocking chairs, but they pretty much put you to sleep pretty much. So falling off a rocker is not easy. No, no, no. Not only, if you got Alzheimer's or dementia, it's easy to slip off there, yeah. Well, they probably shouldn't be on one then. Yeah. Okay, next. Okay, number seven. Run like the wind. If you could run like the wind, ain't nobody catching you, man. That's it. You know. Not, not, who would, not even Bruce. Not even Bruce Jenner. Not even Bruce Jenner. Not even um, uh, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt is that the guy? Yeah, the one of the fastest men in the world. Yeah, nobody's catching him. His one, a, a New York yeah. Minute one. Time yeah. is money. Well, in that case, I should have a lot of a lot of money because I've been spending a lot of time. <laughs> well, you know, when you say time is money, I think of right now at YouTube uh, cha making right. the changes that, the, right. that they're having. All these stock owners of, of that right. stock will be dumping run it. quick. Yeah. Yeah. So they are going to, instead of time is money, they're going to say, I want to get my money. <laughs> I want to get my money out of here quick. Right. Number nine, number nine, number nine. Clouds on the horizon. But where are they going to be if they're not, not on the horizon? They're not going to be on the ground. Of course they got to be on the horizon. It's the only place I've ever seen clouds. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you're exactly right. Mm -hmm. And, and the, a, the next one's a famous one. Yeah. yeah, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. All you can do is, you know bring a horse to water but i don't know you can't make them drink it that's like anything you know you can't make anybody do anything not only a horse a horse of course of course of course mr ed eh. <laughs> <laughs> for you youngsters who don't know who mr ed is we can explain that to you but uh yeah you lead a horse to water but you, you can't make anybody do anything you could you know you could tell anybody to you know stop doing something but they don't want to do it so yeah mr ed well, you know, you know, it's bad when you marry somebody who looks like a horse. Then you're in trouble, you know. Well, <laughs> if you marry somebody with four legs, you got a problem anyway. <laughs> that's a real animal. Yeah, right. Beast, that's a not a cow. That, and that's a horse. <laughs> right. There's a joke about that. You know, there's a joke about that. I know. Did, did I tell you I joke about Buddy Hackett? You, yeah, you told it last week. <laughs> a couple, not last week. A couple of weeks ago, I told. A couple it. weeks ago, okay. Yeah. But you told it. Yes, yeah. Yes. That was funny. Yeah. Uh, Right now, uh, I know you've got some stories and you've got things with uh, the New York Yankees to talk about. If you want to do stupidisms, we can do that right now. No, wait a minute. I don't have stupidisms in front of me. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. If you don't have stupidisms in front of you, then uh, how about telling those jokes that you had about uh, 
Oh, when I do the comedy act with a black guy? Yeah, yeah. 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 So before you do, I want to just play a little something here because we're going to talk a little trash here tonight. Good trash talk? Trash talking. So these are some everyday uh, stories and things that you don't think about every day. And I, I do, of course, um, my comedy. So this is a true story. I was driving for Lyft. As some people know, I drove for Lyft for a while, a couple of years. And um, I take this guy from where I live into the city. And it's 72nd and 1st Avenue. And it's a real cold day. And I got to go to the bathroom on the way back. And I'm heading for the Lincoln Tunnel. And I can't find a bathroom. I mean, there's no place to stop. And I see this little deli on Ninth Avenue. I put my blinkers on, and I pull over, and I put my flashes on. I walk into the guy. I say, listen, I got to go real bad. Do you have a bathroom in here? And he says, yeah, behind this door. So I go behind the door, and I go to the bathroom, and there's somebody in it. And so I go out, and I go, listen, somebody's in that bathroom. So he goes, oh, it must be my helper. So he knocks on the door, and the guy says, hey, what do you want? He goes, I'm taking a crap in here. So I said, listen, the guy guy walked in, he's got to take a pee real bad. And he walks out, and I'm really, I mean, I really got to go bad. I mean, I, I mean, I can't hold it. And he's got a slop sink with some pots in it. So I move the pots to the side, and I pee in it. And then I take, he's got like a, wa a sprayer. So I sprayed it out, and I go, I run out the door, and he goes, what's the matter? I said, I can't hold it, I got to go. <laughs> and I got in my car, and I went like five or six blocks to the Lincoln Tunnel. <laughs> so I couldn't hold it, man. I was just, you know, and I don't think he ever knew that I peed in, in the slop sink because <laughs> I sprayed it out. I just, I sprayed it out at least, but I couldn't hold it, man. One of those times well, that, you couldn't hold it. That was mighty right of you, you know, in that difficult situation, though. <laughs> well, I, hey, I felt bad for the guy, but I, but I did clean the sink out for him, you know, and maybe some of his pots too, you know. His pots got washed for free, probably. So well, that's one of the I, things. I got, I got to tell you, when I go to Chinatown, here's, uh, here's an infomercial here. There's a product called Prime again that I get right. in Chinatown. I was having a problem with, with the urine. And a week of taking these little black pills, you know, look like little uh, candy uh, pills, real small, and they're, they're round. And after about a week, I didn't have no more urine problems. So that my doctor, my regular doctor, gave me some other stuff. He gave me side effects. I said, all I want is to, you know, not have to the pressure on my, my pecker. So I was able to solve that problem. So if anybody is interested, go to Chinatown and get Prime again, you know. So or Viagra, that's whichever. 
Yeah, I'm over Viagra. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> if you if you if you don't stop the the urination, Viagra's right. not going to help you. You know, right. so that's just a so little. I got yeah. that from Big Pauly Castellano. You know, before he got his penis implant. You know. <laughs> Or got shot one, or, or got shot one or two. Oh, he got. Well, yeah, that was before he got shot. Yeah. Yeah, I hope yeah. so because it wasn't after. Because after that, he was dead. <laughs> so, so do you ever think about this? I know a lot of people don't, but I do. Of course, I'm. You know, I've been on and off dating online for about off and on for ten years, and I often wonder if they think that their dating site doesn't work because for one month it costs you twenty nine ninety nine, for three months it's eighteen ninety nine. And if you sign up for six months, it's fifteen ninety nine. So are they trying to say that their dating site doesn't work? <laughs> yes. You know, when you start giving money back without somebody having an objection, there's right. a problem. And, and here's another thing. I applied for eHarmony. I answered all these questions, like, I don't know, how many, 100 questions. And they had a free weekend. So I said, ah, right, let me try this thing. You know, everybody says it's so great. I get back an email. Of course, Neil Clark Warren, who owns uh, eHarmony, never advertises this. And he sends 25% of people who fill out a questionnaire can never be matched. What? What? You can't be matched? 25% of people that apply? How come I get matched up at POF and, and Match and Elite Singles and all these other ones, but your site I can't be matched on? And twenty five percent of people who apply can't be matched. Well, that's 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 their uh, their way of saying that we don't have confidence in our product. Apparently not. Now here's another thing that that bugs the hell out of me. Um, do you ever go on a subway or in Penn Station or anywhere else in the city where closed venue, and people have earbuds in, listen to music, but you can hear the music. Isn't the point of having earbuds is so that nobody else hears the music but you? And the music is blasting in their ears. I don't get that. Well, it, it's a shame. It's like people bring, used to have the radios on so loud or in the car. I'll tell you a funny thing real quick. Before my mom died, I'm uh, taking care of her and my brother. And my brother was alive at that time. And uh, so this is like 7 o'clock in the morning. And I'm trying to write a script. I was trying to write a script to submit. I'm sitting there trying to figure out like what goes next in this scene. All of a sudden, I hear from the parking lot, which is three floors down, this guy in his car blaring that boombox. So I don't say anything for about 15, 20 minutes. So finally, like I open up the window and I tell him, shut the fuck up, you know? Right. So the next time I see him, I'm on the avenue. In, this is in Brooklyn now. And all of a sudden, cars are stopped at a light. And the guy looks at me. He's he's waiting to edge the corner, and he's pointing his hand at me, cursing me out. You know, I'm like, who is this guy? You know, all of a sudden right. I saw the face, and then I see the car. So here it is. Guy has a vendetta with me because I told him to, to, to lower his music, whatever. So now I'm thinking I got to go back to the building later on, take care of my mom and my brother. Mm. You know, I hope this guy don't get stupid because he was stupid at six o'clock, seven o'clock in the morning. And uh, but, he, you know, they think, you know, people who do that with their radio, they think everybody wants to listen to their music or that channel. And I have to, to differ with them. We don't. Right. And, and here's something that just happened to me today, which which I, I, I don't understand this. I went someplace to get a sub sandwich and I got a buffalo chicken. And I wanted tomato, a little salt, a little pepper. And the lady starts putting lettuce on it. She goes, 
I go, what are you doing? She goes, well, everybody has lettuce on their sandwich. I go, listen to me. What did I say I wanted? She says, you said you wanted tomato and salt and pepper. I said, so where's the lettuce from? So she swishes it off. I said, can you get all of it off? Because I don't like lettuce and I don't like the taste of lettuce. Get it off the freaking sandwich. She looked at me like, uh, you know, like, what do you, why, what's so terrible about lettuce? Well, if I don't want it, I don't want it. I'm paying for the sandwich. Okay. And I, I have that problem all the time because I've pretty much stopped drinking soda, although I, I had a little today. Um, and so I order my dinners, I order water with no lemon. And nine times out of 10, it comes with lemon because people don't listen to what you tell them. They just assume that everybody likes lemon. I don't like lemon in my water. So that's a, that's, I have this all the time. And then how about this? I know there are people out here who go to McDonald's and Burger King all the time. And McDonald's and Burger King now have this thing where who makes a cheeseburger and doesn't melt the cheese? They put it on, they put cold cheese on a hot, on a hot, uh, a cheeseburger, sandwich, on a, yeah. a sandwich, right. And so when I, t when I go in, because I like it plain, so mine has to be made fre fresh. And then I go and I melt the cheese. And they look at me like, what do you mean melt the cheese? Yeah, I want the cheese melted. Because when I grill a, a cheeseburger, my cheese is melted. It's not just put on a sandwich, you know. And they get away with it because nobody complains about it, you know. So. Yeah, but when you order a sandwich, you should yeah. get it the way you want it. Well, I thought that's what you—that was the benefit of ordering it from Burger King. You get it your way, but they want to do it their way. No, 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 and, no. And I have to go in because I used to bowl at night, and I'd—I'd be running late, and I used to stop at a drive-in at McDonald's and say, "I want two chicken cheese sandwiches, just cheese," and I pay for it, and I get out the driveway, and I'd open it up. And it had lettuce and everything, and I throw them out the fucking window like frisbees. <laughs> and I got I got tired of doing that, so now I have to go in and actually tell them two cheeseburgers. I don't eat that. Much. I don't eat McDonald's that often, but when I do, two cheeseburgers plain, and I want the cheese melted. And they go, "What do you mean you want the cheese melted? You heard me. I want the cheese melted." And they just like look at me like a deer, in, like a deer in the headlights. Like what? Well, you know the new slogan is. Special orders now upset us. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's right. So that's this kind of screwy stuff that, that goes on. I, I don't understand it. Does anybody else? I wonder if anybody else has this problem besides me. Or maybe it's just me. I don't know. No, but. no. It, a lot of people have that problem. Uh, now, you're a big Yankee fan, right? Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. All right. So you, you follow Yankees this week? Yes. Okay. Yes. They're, doing uh, good. They're, they're doing good. Except for okay. today, they're not doing good. But, you know, they got a lot of injuries. They got uh, Luke Voigt was put on injured list, and they got uh, – they put Corey Kluber on the other day after his no-hitter. He pitched three innings, and then they got shoulder tightness. Um, I don't understand one thing with the Yankees, though. They have a first baseman in the minors called Chris Gittens. And spring training, first of all, the guy's 6'4", about 250. And he's been in the minors about seven years. And he's done very well in the minors. And he hits home runs, and the guy's very strong. And I don't know why they're not bringing him up because this guy is is tearing up the, the freaking minor leagues. And he tear in spring training he did real well. He had four homers, batted three fifteen, you know, had twelve RBIs, and they dropped him down because they didn't need him because Voigt was coming back. But now Voigt is it was hurt again, so they're short. Um, Aaron Hicks is out too for the season now, 
Mm-hmm. He was playing. He was playing golf too much in the off season with uh, Tiger Woods' niece Cheyenne, who was his girlfriend, and all he had was pictures everywhere of him and playing golf with her. Um, so now he tore his his wrist up, and he was going to be out for the season. He needs surgery, so they're short a center fielder, and a first baseman. So they got to bring up. I, I would hope they bring up this guy Chris Gittins because he's they got to give him a shot, you know. And, well, right now I got to ask you. Uh, we have a segment called Stupidisms. Oh, you want to do it? Uh, we will do it later on because I got to get up and get the stupidisms. I know some of them, but I don't know all of them. I'll tell you what. When it comes to my segment, I'll do yeah, my I'll segment. You you go back and get it because you'll be able yeah, to watch yeah. our segment. Because I'm yeah. what I'm going to do. Uh, well, any event, we got time. We're at the 31 minute mark, Alan, and uh, right. so we're going to do stupidisms uh, a little later, and we'll right. continue with some of your stories. So continue, my friend. Okay, so um, I was going to do an act with a black guy called the Unpolitically Correct Comedy Duo before COVID hit. And I'll just say a couple of the bits, and they're funny as hell. And Steph, Steph thinks they're, at least Steph thinks they're funny. I think they're funny, too. Yeah. So um, in case uh, everybody doesn't know, I'm Jewish. And um, and he was, I was going to be Frank, I was going to be, he was going to be Frank White, and I was going to be Willie Black. That was going to be our, our stage names. And he asked me, um, as a Jewish guy, what do you do on Christmas Day? And I say, well, we go to the movies and have Chinese food, which is what most Jewish people do on Christmas Day because it's not a holiday. And I say to him, and what do you do on Christmas Day? And he said, well, while you're while you're going to the movies eating Chinese food, we're robbing your house. (laughs) 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 And then one of the other bits, one of the other bits, I don't even think you heard this, this, this bit. Um, well, that I, that bit I heard because I, I helped you record that for a demo uh, CD. Right, uh, right. That and, one I know. And this, this other one is, um, you know, I say to him, listen, you know, you call us crackers. Am I a rich cracker or a clubhouse cracker? And he says, you're a clubhouse cracker because you're white and thin. <laughs> so that's a good one, too. Yeah. And the other one you do, too, about the um, throwing the rock off the water. Oh, we didn't we do that last time? No, I wanted now. Uh, you, you're uh, in that mode, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, there's another, there's another joke that goes with these other ones, though. I got to tell that. Oh, first. yeah. You get tell that first. So um, he asked me what my brothers and sisters' names are. And I say Bob and Carol and Ted. And I say, what about yours? Shabika, Hakana, Shaquana, Shaquan. So, you know, that's a true story. But I did the other joke before, so I, I, if you want, I'll do it again. Um, yeah, do, my do black it again. Brothers, my black yeah. brothers, I hope this doesn't insult you. Um, this Chinese guy is sitting by a lake, and he's throwing a rock across the river, and it's going ching chong chung. And he does it like two or three times, ching chong chung. And the black gentleman is watching this, and he says, you know, what is that? And... The Chinese guy says, well, that's my heritage. As I'm throwing a rock, it, it gives my heritage. So the black gentleman says, um, think I could do that. He said, yeah, take a rock and skip it across the water. So he takes a rock, he throws it across the water, it says chimpanzee. <laughs> His heritage, <laughs> I guess. I think it's priceless. I really do. I, I like know, that. I, I don't want to get my black brothers mad at me, though. I, I do have some, nah. some very good black friends. And Look, I, I bet you listen. right now, if, if Chris Rock 
heard that joke, he'd like it. Well, you know, I tell jokes about everybody. You know, I, I got a few Chinese jokes, so I'll tell a few right here. Um, why is there no Disneyland in China? I, I know why. You want why? me to guess it? Go ahead. Because they, they don't meet the height requirement. That's correct. <laughs> Nobody, they're not tall enough to go on a ride, so I... Uh, what do you get when you see uh, when the Pillsbury Doughboy bends over? Uh, plenty of dough. I don't know. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> All right, this is for you. This is for your Mexican friends. Why is the grass so high in Mexico? Because they're over here mowing the they're grass. Over not over they're all, yeah. Right, they're all over here cutting grass. That's correct. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. See, some of these you heard. You know. But, yeah. Uh, now this one is this is a favorite joke. This is the favorite joke of mine, which I've told before. I put I think. What do you get when you turn a blonde upside down? A brunette. That's right, a brunette, because <laughs> the, the the drapes don't meet the curtains, don't match the curtains. That's right, <laughs> right, right. So, just a few, few pun jokes. That's uh, yeah. pretty good. Uh, like I said, anyone listening right now, I mean, you're listening to one of the best, oh, Alan Gitlin. And I don't I care if it's nine, I, nine o'clock in the morning or nine o'clock at night. He's always ready. He's he's on time. It's showtime. I got to pick on my own people too a little bit. So why can't you keep Jews in Dale? Should I give you the answer? No, because they eat locks. They eat locks. Yeah. Bagels and locks. <laughs> bagels and locks. With cream That's cheese. right. We like bagels and we like it with our locks. Matter of fact, I like a little cream cheese too once in a while. With a shimmy. You know, you know what I had? I had a Bialy yesterday. Oh, yeah, they're good. They're good. I haven't had one in a long time, and I didn't even have to go to Williamsburg to get it. <laughs> Where'd you go? They got, they got. Isn't there a place in the city that does all-night Bialy? I don't know if it's still open. Is there a yeah, place there, in all-night, all, all right? Yeah. I went I was there a long, long time ago. I was in a Jewish neighborhood, and that's how I ended up getting them, so. You know, New York, you got your pockets of different nationalities. Right. And uh, so I slipped oh. in, slipped out, you know, so got my Bialis. I got to tell you about uh, some some reason. I don't know why this came up today. I don't know why. Somebody's talking about tattoos today. And uh, I said, I don't have any. But if I got them, if I got if I got tattoos, it would be two I would get on my pecker. <laughs> One, it would say big cannon shoots at will. And the other would say, if you can read this, you're not close enough. <laughs> so that's part of my comedy act actually so and you could change that song instead of the uh, smoke gets in your eyes you know <laughs> and something else gets in your eyes you know yep depends on how yeah. much that cannon shoots <laughs> yeah what that cannon shoots you know right what is cannon. it's playing something Sp it's, not it's spitting something you know? spitting something it's right spinning. <laughs> right. The snake is spitting something out of its eye, its left eye, third eye. <laughs> so Monica Lewinsky can relate to that one, right? It's spitting huh? something. <laughs> spitting something out, yeah. Monica Lewinsky, she, yeah. That's kind of her claim to fame. Spit it out! It was a small, Spit it out! She said it, was, she said it was a small cigar anyway. I think Bill got mad at her because he wanted her to swallow. <laughs> I think she might have been doing both of them, to be honest with you. Hillary Rotten Clinton... And Bill, right. and Bill the pervert Clinton. Yeah, there's a reason why she stuck with him. She listen, she's got much more power than he does. So there's a reason why she stuck with him. That's because 
she didn't want to unveil her what she was doing behind the scenes. You know, when he oh, got yeah, done with Monica, she, she got Monica in the bedroom too, probably in the White House too. Well, she probably had, you know, Uma in there and, and Monica and whoever else she could get in there and her trash parties. So. Hmm. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. Uma. It's just, uh, you know, people got to know that all these people that are running for office or in office in high places, they're human, too. And they've oh, got yeah. well, they've got skeletons the in their closet. Who was the guy that got uh, what, what got in trouble? Was it Gary? What the hell is this guy's name? In, in the eighties, the guy. What the hell? He slept with uh, Linda Ronstadt. He was. Oh right, Ronstadt. right, yeah, Gary yeah. something. Gary somebody. Yeah, Hart. Gary for, Hart. Gary Hart. He's running for vice president or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those Kennedy lookalikes, you know. Yeah, Gary he was a nice-looking guy, and he was he was involved with Linda Ronstadt at one time, wasn't he? That I don't know. I didn't follow him that that closely. So I was but, following yeah, I mean, her. Uh, I wasn't following him. Okay. <laughs> I don't go that I don't, way. I was following yeah. her, not him. Okay, because she's a she's a very attractive woman. Yeah, she she's unfortunately she's sick now. I think. Yeah, matter of fact, you know, it's Friday night when I went out singing karaoke. Uh, one of the girls sang uh, "Blue Bayou," uh, one of the songs by Linda, and right. man, this girl impressed the heck out of me because. I heard a performance. I swore, you know, Linda was there that night at the venue. So that's a great song. She's a great artist. So yeah. kudos out there to you, for Linda. Anybody who watches this show, tell Linda we love her because she's she was a, a quality class. Lady. Yeah, very nice dynamite lady. lady. Yeah. yeah. So what else you got, bro? Well, now you can handle a little bit of it, and I'll go get my stupidisms cheat sheet. Yeah. Okay, let me set this up so that way you know how much time you got, whatever. I'm going to do one, two, I'm talking to about three or four little short videos, probably about five minutes in total. Well, it's just on the other table. I, uh, I know a lot of them, but just I, I added some to them today, which I got to just refresh my memory a little bit. Okay, he well. Says, he says some stupid things, so. Well, one of the things uh, I want to make reference to in this last parting show that, you know, I am the $25 million man exposing Barack Obama for being uh, the prince of Thailand. Barack, uh, whatever his first name is, his last name is Day. His brother now is Maha Virjilongkorn, the king of Thailand. So I guess they're going to want to arrest me in Thailand for telling it like it is, but he should fess up to who he is. But right now, <clears throat> one of my last tasks here on the BS channel with Stephanie G-Man is to show people that we are the official Obama is Osama website. So I'm going to go ahead and play a couple of videos. And by the end of it, Alan will come back. We'll do some stupidisms. And then we'll close out this show and uh, bid everybody a farewell and tell, tell them where they can find us, Alan. So, Alan, I'm about to do that right now. It's Michael K. Stupidisms, in case anybody's a big Yankee fan. Right, so when we come back, after what I'm going to do, we'll go into the stupidisms. I'm going to go ahead and play a slide, stupidisms. And after that, we're going to do this, that uh, segment. So, Alan, go get your stuff. As they said in the Goodfellow movies, you know, if I was mad at you, I'd tell you to get your shine box, right? <laughs> right. Go get your shine box. Spit shine my shoes. Yeah. So I'm going to say, go get your notes. And I'm going to start this right now. Okay? Gotcha. <laughs> that make you go, hmm. 
You're watching the official Obama is Osama Network. make you go
We don't have much time there, guys. We gotta get him out now. He's gotta leave now. We gotta get him to the airport. We gotta get him out. It's our only chance. We gotta get him out. Sorry, Mr. President. There's nothing more that we can do for you. You're a wanted man. Yes, Barack. This is what it's going to look like. It's going to look like a scene from the OJ chase. Yeah, the Bronco chase. We're going to put you in jail for posing as Osama bin Laden. That's right. You're going to jail, and I'm making sure of that. We'll see you in jail shortly. So you better run, but you can't hide. We're going to lock your motherfucking ass up. Yeah, we're back. So that's my little take on uh, our uh, the resident Barack of 40, Osama Obama. Yeah, forty-fourth resident of the United States. I won't say president; I'll say resident. Actually, you talked about disclosure the other day to me, and uh, about the aliens. Well, he's an illegal alien; doesn't even have a social security number, valid one anyway. So well, he's been living with one for a long time. So yeah, well, means his wife. <laughs> So now yeah. we're going to pick on uh, Michael K. Michael K. Be- the announcer of the Yankees. All right, before we do, I got to okay. give you the the intro. Now we got a new feature here. Oh, ding, 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 ding. Okay. Stupid is. And you should tell us goodbye. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Look at me, I can be Michael K. Stupidisms. Now, if you are a Yankee fan and you listen to the Yankees, and this is not just my opinion, because Phil Mushnick and Andrew Marshawn of the New York Post write about this guy every week and about some of the dumb things that he says on his broadcast. 
So I'm not just picking on them. I got professional writers that are picking on them besides me. So one of the things that he says that irks the hell out of me is a sky-high pop-up. Well, it can't be a dirt-high pop-up anymore. Why don't you just say a pop-up, okay? And then he says it's better to strike out with a man on first than to hit the ball because you might hit into a double play. I have never heard that in my entire life because I played little league ball. Um, I played a little high school ball, not much. But I was told you hit the ball because anything can happen. And this guy who's been an announcer for the Yankees for 20 years and wrote for the Daily News for about 10 more says that it's better to strike out than hit the ball. Where has he come up with this thing from? Because I've never heard that before. You, you, you put in the game as a hitter to make contact. Period. Right. Anything your job, can happen. Your job is to hit the ball, make contact, move a runner, and right. get on base. Right. And so where does he and come up you, with this thing? Because he doesn't know Think, the game. The game, right. He doesn't and know then the game. A lot of times, a guy will dive for a ball. Okay, it's a full body dive. Well, you can't dive with half your body. Are you going to dive with your top half and not your bottom half? It's just the guy dove for the ball, you know? And I'm waiting for first... him, yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for him to say the, the player made a swan dive next, you know? Right, <laughs> right. And, and this really irks me because when they're playing, let's say, the Baltimore Orioles for four games, he'll say it's a four-game set. A set is two, not four. Right. And the way I always talk, and he says this all the time, and now he's got some of the other announcers that announced with him saying the same thing. And I don't get it, you know. Well, um, they're, kiss, they're kissing up to him. Four games is a series is the way I right, think of it. Right, right. Four games is a series. Listen, more than two games is a series. Two games is a set. Yes, okay, we're playing a set, yes. Even in tennis, a set is two, not four. So I don't know well, where maybe he gets he's, that from. Maybe he's confused he should be announcing for the tennis matches. Uh, maybe I think he needs to get a set, maybe. <laughs> maybe he's got a set of tennis balls. <laughs> Well, I think he needs to step up his game, Alan, because people are listening to him very attentively. Yes. And, uh, you know, he can't keep pissing off his callers on his show the way he does. I mean, it's just sad because well, he's, losing, he's losing the ratings to Carton and Evan. And Carton's a jerk, a complete, complete idiot to begin with. And he's losing to this guy right off the bat because his show is so ridiculous. It's, it's stupid. Now, he also says now. I saw a game, you happened to see the game, but you didn't hear it, where a guy, a ball went past the catcher, and it bounced off the backstop, and it came right to the catcher, which is a Gary Sanchez, and he threw the guy out of second base, and he said, the guy has a home field advantage because he should know the way the ball bounces off the backstop. Now, how would you know that? Uh, first of all, it had to be a perfect throw. You know, first of all, it hit on the bottom of the, the backboard, the back uh, thing there. And it just happened to bounce up right to Sanchez, and they threw a perfect strike to second base. How do you? How would a guy know that where it's going to hit? You're taught in little league if the ball gets past the catcher, you run. Well, so I don't get. I don't get that. But are you messing? Yeah. With our show again? Yeah, somebody's messing with your sound. Yeah. And um, he's always. Can you hear me, Alan? Alan are you... You're 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 muffled. You're muffled. All right, you so, take yeah. Just, just you, you talk yeah. because they're messing with my microphone. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's talking so much with uh, David Cohen or Paul O'Neill 
they when a guy hits a home run, he goes, "Oh, it's it's hit a long way. Oh, it's out of here." And he he barely has enough time to say anything because he's too busy bullshitting about some stupid thing with Paul O'Neill or or uh, Flaherty uh, or uh, or um, uh, David Cohen. I'm sorry, D David Cohen. So I don't, he he just got to pay more attention to the game, you know. And um, he's he said something the other day, which it takes a real genius to figure out. Uh, if you don't score more than two runs, you're not going to win too many games. Really? It takes a real genius to figure that out. You score two runs a game, you may not score, you may not win the game too often. You know, I don't get it. But you know, this guy is—I don't know. Um, what else? I got a couple other ones. I think I got here. Yeah. Oh, he said something today in the first game of today's doubleheader. They're playing now, actually. And they're losing. They lost the first game two nothing. They were losing three one before we came on the air. Um, the real uh, there's a reliever in the bullpen, and and he was throwing for an inning, and then he came in the following and he said, "Oh, the guy's not fooling around." Oh, wait a minute, the guy's coming into the game. Why would he be fooling around? You know, I don't get it. He just says some stupid, stupid things. And if you don't believe me, if anybody's in New York, and you pick up the New York Post on Sundays, you'll see with Phil Mushnick and Andrew Marshawn say the same exact things. They are picking on him because he says some stupid stuff that makes no sense, not only on his show, but on the broadcast. So I, I don't know what this guy, and he's, I, apparently Steinbrenners love him, and the S Network love him because he's been doing it for 20 years. So I don't get it. Time, whatever. time to retire. Um, I don't think he knows the game as much as he thinks he does, or doesn't he realize does. even what he's saying. I don't get it. You know, statistics wise, he, he definitely misses point completely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, all and, those all those players weren't even hitting their weight. And the guy who was in the minors should have been right. brought up. Right. That's a, that's end of story. You're not hitting. Sit you down. Right. And now but they Hicks out. Yeah. They brought up the kid Estevan Florial today and they have a first baseman in the minors called Chris Gittens. And Chris Gittens is ripping up the minor leagues. He's been in the minors for about seven years. He's 6'4", about 250. He can hit the ball harder than Stanton and Judge. And I, I assume they're going to have to call him up because they're short on first base now because Voight's going to be out for a while. And they need somebody. Mike Ford is not hitting the way he did two years ago. Well, you know and, what they need? They also need an announcer for the Yankees. So I, my oh, vote's yeah. for you. You seem to know more. Alan, we're about the 56-and-a-half-minute mark, right, and right. we're coming to close. And what I want to say now is I want to thank everyone who's come to our channel Correct. and Correct. watched our shows on the BS channel, Stephanie G-Man. And now we're moving on to the podcast realm. There'll be links in, in the videos that we put up here. Uh, we've got too many challenges here. And it's just right. a darn shame for it. But, Alan, as you said before, what doesn't kill us makes us stronger. We're going to go on. So final words from you, my friend. Yeah, we're going to be on Amazon Music. We're going to be on Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Radio.com, uh, Pocket Cast, Red Circle, and um, I think BitChute are one of these other ones. Right? Bitcher, Bitcher, I don't know. Bitcher, Stitcher, and Mitcher. Stitcher, Stitcher, and then the, the one I'm, 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 I thought about registering us for was Son of a Bitcher, but I haven't, you know, got. Well, there's got another to one called yet. called Bitshoot that's supposed to be pretty good, also. Yeah, I, I'm familiar. I'm familiar with Bit, Bitshoot. Bit so yeah. that's another one that's on my plate, my list for going forward. Because YouTube, my bags are packed. If, uh, if I had my box in front of you, I'd show you, but I've, uh, 
I've had it up to here with uh, <clears throat> YouTube and the shenanigans. So all you people right. <clears throat> who think stopping my counters and all this stuff, trying to stop me from getting videos up, you don't have to worry anymore. You know, I'm, I'm going to show you at the end of this video. Stay tuned. Stay here to see where I'm going after I, I do the uh, the closeout with uh, Goodnight Sweetheart and the show. I'm going to show you my my grand finale, my exit on here. Now, I may be back next week or whatever, but it's just to let you guys know that we have a new home at, on uh, the podcasting. So, Alan, it's been great today, and uh, I will Heading see for you. Number, go, Heading Willie. for number 16. 16 right. up for 200. All right, Count, Alan. Countdown to 200. Sayonara. Shalom. Arrivederci. Good night, sweetheart. Good night. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. I hate to leave you. I really must say. Good night, sweetheart.